Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city, their state. It's your boy, Alec Flynn, back to host with you another great episode. We have some fantastic voicemail and DM submissions that I'm going to pull up soon. But before we do that, um, just a few things I want to talk about, namely just a transplant tip, okay? So I went over, I had an episode recently about when your boys visit and how, you know, what to do, how to really feel about it and make sure, you know, you don't really make it about you and you may spend the most quality time you can with them. Well, I'm in a different predicament this week. There's a kid that I know from doing some comedy back in Boston. We've met maybe five times and he's coming over. It's Tuesday night. He is coming over tonight to sleep on my couch because what he does is he follows around the Grateful Dead across the country. Yep, that's right. He's going to, I think, six Grateful Dead shows this one week in Colorado. He's currently right now watching the second set at at Red Rocks, and I was really hoping that he would just give me a ticket on for Saturday and not have to sleep here. I mean, he's a nice kid, but God damn it, I think I just walked into a bad situation. I mean, I live in a glorified gutter right now. Like, it's a nice place. It's very homey, though. Like, the best way I can describe it is most people in Denver, they're living in uh, uh, glorified um, college dorm rooms with, you know, uh, courtyards and grills and all that shit. Like, it's like if you went to college at... Arizona State, I imagine. Where I'm living right now, I mean, my neighbors are full-blown adults, and they don't really put up with my bullshit. Like, this kid's a nice kid, but I'm just, I did, I thought he was going to find a uh, somewhere else to stay. It, I mean, the DMs between me and him were more like, hey, yeah, dude, sounds great, let's do it. Um, I gave money for a ticket, and I was just like, yeah, dude, if you need somewhere to stay. It's one of those things, it's like when someone's cleaning up doing the dishes or something, or, or, or cleaning up after a party, you wait till like they're almost down to the last trash bag, and then you go, hey, you need some help with that? That was kind of my impression, and then I just kind of blew it, so I don't know when he's going to text me or when he's going to get here, but that's what I'm kind of dealing with. So here is a transplant pro tip for all of you out there. Don't ever offer up a place to stay unless you have... An extent, like a pretty deep relationship with somebody. It's just gonna be awkward. I just don't want to see this kid in the morning. It's like he's nice. I like him, but like I just don't want to look at him. Like while I'm going to work, and he's, I don't know, he's got his fucking long braided hair like flown off my couch, getting ready to listen to Scarlet Begonias for I don't know the three hundredth time since they started touring. I mean, I don't know. That's just it. Just gets me upset because I got to go to work, but. Anyway, um, that is all I got going on in that situation. I'm going to get right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which is going to be worst dating stories Okay, when you're in a new city or state. Um, before we get into that, I want to say shout out to everyone who bought tickets for Finding Love this Friday at Union Station. We have sold out yet again. Um, for all of those who bought tickets, we will be sending you guys instructions on what to do, how to get there. I'm so excited. Thank you all again for supporting like my comedy stuff. This is going to be one of the best events, and I think it's going to continue to be one of the best things that happens in Denver probably, I don't know, ever. Like I'm just really excited for it. 
Um, and then one other thing, um, shout out to our sponsor, Jimbo and Jules CBD Company. You know, if you listen to the last episode with Jimbo, he is the owner and proprietor of the CBD company, Jimbo and Jules. They do everything from salves to sustainable um, lip balm. This I got the lip balm. He gave me the lip balm, and he made a fucking fantastic point. He goes, hey, how many times you lose plastic lip balm? Do you know how much that goes into the ocean? I'm like, why are you trying to guilt trip me on my own podcast, Jimbo? Jesus Christ. But anyway, his, pod, <laughs> his lip balm is pretty sick. Um, so if you use my promo code transplants, you'll get 15% off any order that you have. Um, and that's a rolling code. So use it whenever. All right, let's get down to the suggestions. Now I don't really have a really good bad date story specific to Denver. Oh wait, I do actually. I do. Uh, I came right to me. Jesus. I'm so fucking good at podcasting. One date I remember going out on was a hinge date with this girl, and I didn't really, it was kind of like one of those throwaway ones. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I go about getting on a dating app, and remember, I, I just started using dating apps when I first got to Denver, and they seem to be all the rage, and I do, I set up like three in a row. You got to set up, so that way you can kind of compare and contrast. That's the way I look at it. I like to do three, set up three for a Wednesday a Thursday, and then maybe a Sunday afternoon coffee. So like, I like to do a Sunday afternoon coffee up. I'm like, I think this one's the got the most potential. Wednesday, Thursday is kind of like my, all right, let's see what happens. We vibed, see where it takes me. Um, am I, I might be crazy for doing that, but then like once I have the three set up for that weekend, I turn it off, I pause the app, and then I do the dates, compare and contrast. So I went on a date with this one girl, and uh, we're sitting there like she's like you know typical Colorado, talking about the outdoors. And I'm just I'm like yeah I don't go out that much. Like I'm doing stand up. I'm doing other things that involve like being in a city. I I just I don't know if like I'm not near a a food truck. Like what's the point? And she goes, oh, you don't like to hike? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I like to hike. She goes, yeah, but like, do you really like to hike? And I'm like, yeah, I like going if someone invites me. And she goes, no, but like, do you really like to hike? And then I'm like, yeah, guess what? No, I don't. I guess not. I guess I don't like to hike then, if that makes sense. I guess it pisses me off if I like to hike. This is the same girl who said on the date that uh, she was an empath. And she goes, yeah, so... I can actually feel other people's emotions just by looking at them. And I'm like, well, that can't be true because I'm having a terrible time and you haven't broken out crying yet. So that was probably the most like just Colorado, like new city state. I have told that already on the pod, but it was uh, a little jarring. Did we go back together? Yeah, but that's irrelevant. Let's get on to some of these DM submissions, and then we'll get to your lovely, lovely voicemails. This one comes to me from Monica. Uh, Went out with a guy off an app. Looked normal, I thought. I show up looking for him and only see a man that looks homeless and high as fuck standing outside the place. I start walking away and hear my name. Absolutely terrified, but it was the date. I didn't have the heart to leave him, so I sat and hung out with him for two freaking hours as he told me about every drug he does. Terrifying, but classic welcome to Denver. 
No, I don't know, Monica. That homeless man might have just nailed your name like as a guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He looked like a homeless man. Uh, you know, everybody in Denver kind of dresses like shit. So I don't really know. A lot of them do look like homeless men. I, you could be, a, maybe I'm being a little bit nice to the guy, but damn, that does suck. Could you imagine that? Ugh, God damn it. Okay. Still looking, still looking. Okay. Madison, you are up next. He moved here recently. Date five. Jeez, you are brutal. And he has no social media and goes out of town a ton slash works late. Needed some dirt, so I looked at his Venmo to figure out who he hangs with. Found a reoccurring name with very flirty labels. Found her on Instagram, and this man has a full-on girlfriend of two-plus years that lives in Chicago. Thank you. Welcome to my TED Talk. Unbelievable, Madison. So, all right. Good for you for doing a little bit of digging. I don't really do too much social media digging before the date. If it's available, like I put my Instagram up on my social media profile or on my dating profile just because I got like just funny videos there. And I, I, I hope more people look at the um, Hype House Landlord because that's one of my favorites. Otherwise, I mean, good for you, Detective Clouseau going down here. Carmen San Diego, international spy. You are one of the spy kids. Shark Boy Lava Girl. Did they use the same actresses and act? I think they did. Okay. Still going down. Still going down. All right. Taylor went out with a guy who had the same name as me from a dating app. Well, that seems about right. Not only did he start drinking hard liquor when I first met him at a brewery, but the conversation went south when he wanted to talk about conspiracy theories, politics, and how my dad worked for the government when in reality he had nothing to do with that for his career. At the end of the date, I didn't finish my beer and he asked if he could finish it off for me. No commission after that and I will not be going out with any tailors from now on. Bad move on my part. Also, this was in Denver last spring. Okay, Taylor, I, I got to admit, I think a lot of the guys here love to get soused. They love to get zoused. And, you know, it's. I, I think the brewery is a good date, but here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to change the conversation from the first date. A drink out at a regular-ass dive bar, maybe not like a divey dive bar, but like a dive, you know? Because I think the brewery sometimes maybe hits the guys a little too hard. Also, Colorado is one of those states where you go literally 20 minutes outside of the city and you think you are in... Um. Yeah, I I don't know how to describe it. Just, uh, you know, Rand Paul's wet dream. Like it is like Dick Cheneyville out there, and it's not really that cool. So I'm not surprised that you got a little bit entangled with one of them fellas. Um, let's look here. Let's see what else that we might have. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, okay. Here we go. So this comes to us from an account called. Fort Revere, Fort Independence. So, a little fun story about this guy. He's been DMing me a lot of uh, uh, suggestive things since I met him at an airport in Fort Lauderdale two years ago. Nice guy, but let's see what he has to say. When I went to the University of Arizona, Tucson, I was 17, just moved from Boston, wanted to learn banjo. I bought a banjo and signed up for lessons at a private home in an exclusive neighborhood of Tucson, Catalina Foothills. <laughs> Okay, 
Where is this going? I don't know where this is heading. But bus didn't go into the foothills, so I had to walk from Main Road to my lessons. The very first day, I was walking down the street of Million Dollar Homes with my banjo case. Being from Boston, 1981, I wore Levi's with white spot-built coaches shoes and dark Izod polo shirt with my collar pop. Dude, what a look. Okay, all right. Needless to say, I stuck out like a sore thumb, and rich elderly neighbors must have called the cops because I was surrounded by three sheriff cruisers, and they pulled out their guns, demanding I drop the banjo and wanted to know if I had a Tommy gun in the case and why I was in the neighborhood. And then he ended it with, I wasn't on a date, though, LOL. (laughs) I mean, phenomenal. This guy, hey, I forget your name, my dude, but I remember we did bond at the Fort Lauderdale Airport. You were telling me about just the crazy stuff you used to do and play. Uh, you played uh, club hockey at 28 years old at the University of Arizona. So, um, shout out to you, man, because you're the real hero. All right, let's get to some of these voicemails. I was on this awful date in Denver one time, and this guy, I had mentioned earlier in the date that I kind of liked serial killer podcasts and things like that. Um, and throughout this day, he, this guy kept making jokes about how he's like a serial killer. And it was like funny at first, but it got increasingly worse. At one point, he leaned over my shoulder and uh, saw my passcode when I was trying to get into my phone. He goes, oh, well, now I know your code is blah, blah, blah. So now I can text your friends and tell them that you're okay. And in that moment, I was like, holy shit, this guy's not kidding. Um, during this day, I only had about two drinks. This guy continued to have nine drinks. It was about, most of them were, uh, red, red bull vodkas. And it was just a very concerning. I was kind of stuck where I was. I had a friend come pick me up. It was awful. Um, and this guy continued to gaslight me for weeks, uh, through text messages afterward the date too. So not very fun. Lauren, thanks for the voicemail. Okay. I want to first touch upon the too many drinks. This guy had nine drinks, Red Bull vodka. We're seeing a pattern here, folks. Aren't we seeing a pattern? Don't get soused on these dates. Women don't like it, okay? Have like three beers because like at the end of the day, don't you want your, 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 your piece to work? I mean, don't you want to have a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of a little bit of oil in the wrench, or I don't. I, I'm not making good um, analogies, but that's concerning. I do think that's a big Denver thing here. Okay, serial killer style. Now, as I might not be as the, the the authority to speak on this, considering I do look like Ted Bundy, but I will say that I think sometimes guys will also sometimes latch onto maybe one funny thing that they brought up. Or like maybe one funny thing that they said and they go, okay, I can stick with this theme. I'm just going to keep doing this callback throughout the entire date. That's a terrible idea to go about it. It just kind of also shows me the guy didn't have much of a personality based on the way he was drinking and calling back to maybe the joke. Like, Lauren, maybe you gave it a little light chuckle. Oh, yeah, what if you are What if you are a serial killer? And he was like, I did it. I made her laugh. Like, I got to keep just saying this over and over again. So, at the end of the day, Lauren, I'm sorry that happened to you. I mean, God, I I'm, I don't really have a lot of good defenses for the male species at this point. I mean, I think you just got to, 
I don't know what you have to do, but that, Jesus Christ. All right, well, that's, you're in the running right now for worst, worst date rights. Let's get to our next voicemail, shall we? I moved to a new city after I finished college and broke up with my long-term boyfriend. I went on a date with a guy from a dating app. It was at Twin Peaks, which should have been a red flag to begin with, but I think I'm colorblind. He started off by telling me how he actually knew that we went to college together and he knew my ex and my ex is a great guy. Um, He then called his ex and then after he got off the phone, ordered a tequila shot, just one for himself, didn't ask if I wanted one. Um, Then he asked if I would have a threesome with the waitress. Then he bragged about a settlement that he got from an accident. Then he told me about his cocaine addiction and then he tipped the waitress 100% and stayed after a very important emergency came up for me. Um, he must not have closed with the waitress, though, because then he texted me an hour later asking if I wanted to come over. Megan, have mercy. My God. You have you might have just dated the dreg of every the dreg of society. That guy is on the absolute tear of self-destruction. All right, let's break it down. First brings you to Twin Peaks, which for those of you not initiated, Twin Peaks is like Hooters of the West. Um, you get it? Like Twin Peaks are like twin. You get it. Um, second of all, knowing that you went to college together, big flag, or actually, yeah, that's a big flag. And like not saying it, like not bringing it up before the date, that's a big flag. And then to take the ex's side, which, which I, hold on, geez, ugh, give me one sec. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, it ends at 11. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you probably won't get back until like one, so I, I'll i just leave a key under the mat. All right, see you in the morning. All right. Anyway, sorry, Megan. What I'm trying to say is I, I can't believe this guy. Like, I mean, the, the amount of red flags is leaving me to believe, Megan, that you might have made this up, but I trust you and I trust that you would never do that to me, especially because this podcast is for people who represent the state and who represent this fine country that we live in. Why do you think I say hello, Senator, every time we open it up? Let's go Let's go back to the actual stuff. All right, to then call his ex. Did he call his ex while you were at the table? As like what? Just like a, hey, like that is the most extreme form of name game I've ever heard in my life. That's like, that's the craziest thing. I mean, it's like, no, I seriously, I do. I, I do know him. Like, let me, let me call him. He won't even believe it. Um, and then to hit on the waitress, not only that to hit on the waitress at twin, I mean like what, who, who was this guy? Were you dating like a, like someone who worked on an oil rig? What was the, what was the play here, Meg? I, I know I'm, sounds like I'm starting to like, uh, you know, blame you, but I, I just can't believe the amount of red flags that this has brought up. I'm sorry for this experience, but what I'm happy is that a lot of women now have the foresight and the for you know to to get the emergency call in like oh my god I have to go my uh, my grandma just died I got to go home and feed her or uh, oh my god I got to go vacuum my ceiling uh, like good for you I'm glad that a lot of these girls are getting out of here getting out of those dates as soon as possible men if you listen what are we doing what are we doing. Come on, let's, let's, I don't know, maybe not show all the cards on the first date. Maybe let's, let's hide some of these red flags, leave them back at home. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. That has been the episode this week. This is so much fun. I'm so glad I got to do it. 
keep leaving voicemails of any topic that you want. I'll put up some more prompts for next week. But how about we do next week, let's do worst Halloween costumes you've ever seen. Since it is Halloween, and I have some pretty good ideas of what I want to be. Um, let's do worst couples costume you've seen. Worst couples costume or just worst Halloween costume. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Remember to tell your friends, like, and subscribe. And uh, I'll see you next week, Senator.